Welcome to Beef and Forage Roundup with host Chantal McRae. This podcast is a production of Manitoba Beef and Forage Initiatives, created to share information with farmers, producers, and agriculture enthusiasts, and to showcase the important work that is happening at MBFI. Our podcasts drop on the first and third Wednesday of each month. We will be sharing information through interviews, general manager, Mary Jane Orr, project leads for various projects, MBFI team members, speakers from our extension events, industry leaders, and industry suppliers. This podcast will dig deep into on-farm research and field testing practices related to beef cattle and forage production and efficiency and sustainability of practice in the agricultural industry in Manitoba. We will be sharing information on upcoming training and workshops, field and farm demonstration tours, education materials and events at MBFI, as well as producer profiles from around the province and information on their own trials, challenges, innovation, and results. We encourage you to browse our social media accounts and website for links to more information on projects, upcoming events, and important deadlines. Information on our social accounts and website can be found following the show and in the show notes. As always, we encourage you to email us if you have feedback, questions, or topic suggestions for the show at information at mbfi.ca. Pam Iwinchesco has been a livestock specialist with Manitoba Agriculture in Dauphin, Manitoba for more than 25 years. Pam was raised on a mixed farm north of Dauphin and attended the University of Manitoba, where she received her Bachelor of Science degree and then proceeded to attend the University of Saskatchewan to complete her master's degree in ruminant nutrition. She is passionate about agriculture and improving grazing systems and is continuing her efforts by playing a key role in reinstating the grazing mentorship program back into Manitoba through the Canadian Forage and Grasslands Association. Pam was recently inducted into the Manitoba Forage and Grassland Association's Hall of Fame. She and her husband have three children and raise grass-fed chickens on a small acreage outside of Dauphin. Today, we're chatting with Pam Iwinchisco, and you joined us on the podcast for episode number seven, which was utilizing plant grazing to increase forage production which is hard to believe, but that's almost 40 episodes ago already. And today for this episode, we're going to be talking about the inaugural Manitoba Beef and Forage Production Conference. Welcome back to the show today, Pam. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. To start off, can you share a little bit about how the conference idea was born and the journey to get to today, where when this episode comes out, it will be two weeks away from the first Manitoba Beef and Forage Production Conference? Sure thing. I guess it was basically a brainstorming session with my colleagues and I at Manitoba Agriculture, and we had started putting on some smaller events around the province, just local events, and we were getting pretty good uptake from producers attending. And so we definitely saw a need to bring key speakers that we're having at the conference to one location where producers can meet in one place and have the opportunity to meet some of these researchers in one place, because certainly it's more cost effective for us to bring somebody in to one place rather than transport them around the province. But it was certainly something we saw after COVID and just the importance of networking and getting people together and and how integral it is to gather ideas from each other and find new ideas at conferences like this and, and be able to take them home. So we basically had a, a session in which, what can we do to help farmers? And this is where this idea was born. 
and it's based on the success that we've had in the past with the grazing school that we used to have back in the day that Manitoba Agriculture also ran. So it's certainly uh, an idea that's come forth from previous successes that we've had um, in the province. That's wonderful. And I think that that networking piece is so important for farmers, especially when they are often working by themselves on their farms and ranches. So great job for you guys putting this together. Who are the funders and partners that are partnering with Manitoba Egg to make this event possible? So we are working with two key partners. We are working with the Manitoba Beef Producers and with MBFI or the Manitoba Beef and Forage Initiatives Research Farm. And we're collaborating in terms of getting the information out there, registration process, all of that good stuff. And we're really happy to be working with those key partners and being able to amalgamate all our resources to make this one great conference to attend. And can you give a shout out to specific people who deserve a little extra acknowledgement for their time and dedication to bringing this event together? Well, certainly our forage and beef team, our livestock and production forage production specialists across the province are part of this team, but also Melissa Atchison with the Manitoba Beef Producers and Mary Jane Orr at MBFI. But again, those are our key partners, and we really always look forward to working with partners like that. And we've also, you know, got a lot of egg industry that's come on board. Our displays are all sold out. So we are looking forward to having lots of egg industry there as well that producers can can talk to and get some other good information from them as well. Can you share the dates of the conference? Sure thing. The first day is Tuesday, December the 12th, starting at nine o'clock. We have lots of time for visits with exhibitors. So we, we've made that a a very important aspect of this conference. And then we also have day two, which is starting at 8.30 in the morning and ending right around noon hour so that people can get back and get their chores done and things like that. Yeah, we're looking forward to a couple of good days where we have some really good speakers lined up. I was talking to a few of them this morning and they've got all their flights lined up and things are coming together really, really nicely. Like we've mentioned, we're recording this earlier in the fall, as you no doubt will be very busy in the weeks leading up to the conference. If there are listeners who hear this prior to the conference dates, can you share how they can register? Absolutely. They can just go to the MBFI website, so Manitoba Beef and Forge Initiatives website, and right on their homepage, it has a link there that says conference, and they can just register right online. There's also a QR code that has been circulated within the media realm. So there's been a brochure that's been distributed to many different post office boxes. It was in cattle country last week. MBP put it in their cattle country magazine. So yeah, there's lots of opportunities to either scan the QR code or phone MBFI or register right online. Perfect. And what is the layout of the conference? So the layout is a little bit different. We have a couple of keynotes, which obviously every conference typically has, but we also have some really cool breakout sessions. And with our conference theme, we have decided to call it Working on the Farm with Hands-On Science. And with that sort of subtitle, we have linked all of our keynote speakers with producers in the breakout sessions. And so 
we wanted to make it as practical as possible and that all of the research and topics that are being presented will be applicable to Manitoba producers and their operations. And so with the topics that were chosen, we selected producers who are implementing some of those practices or ideas on their own operations here within Manitoba. So we wanted to make sure that producers could absolutely talk to the researchers and and make sure that we were presenting material that just wasn't based on something that was happening out in Alberta, but that it was applicable here to Manitoba conditions and that this is really practical, useful information that can help their operations become more profitable and sustainable. And we're really excited about that component of the of the conference, linking producers with the researchers or the the speakers whose topics are really relevant to what's happening today in forage and livestock production. And so while those producers that are in those rooms also have some kind of a presentation that they're offering, or are they just there more so so that producers who are listening in on the speaker can go and talk to them afterwards, say during those networking sessions? Nope, they're absolutely presenting right beside those keynote speakers. So they're going to be as important as the keynote speakers. And I mean, it is important to us in terms of being applicable. Throughout my career, I've seen a lot of presentations, but if the presentation, for example, has something to do with some innovative practice that's happening down in Texas and needs certain temperatures to occur throughout you know, 365 days of the year that's that might not be applicable here in Manitoba during our cold minus 30 degree winter days. So it, it's really important that we focus on what can be done here in, in Manitoba, what can be done on the prairies. And that's why we selected the topics and speakers very carefully and made sure that they were applicable. That That's very, very important to how we brought this conference together. That's a really great idea. And definitely, like you said, it's it's very valuable to hear information about what other people are doing around the world. But if it's not something that you can practice right in your own backyard, it just doesn't hit home the same way. So that's that's great to hear. We want to have producers go home with ideas in their in their heads and being able to take that and maybe expand it or figure out a way that it's going to work on their operation. Otherwise, you know, they're kind of wasting their time coming to a conference if they're not going to gain anything out of going there. We realize that it takes time and money to come to these conferences and we want it to be valuable to them. And that is a great segue into my next question, which is what is included in the conference price and what is the price to attend conference? So the early bird registration, which is actually today. So by the time this airs, it won't be applicable, but it's $175. And if two people register after today, it's going to be $300 for two people from the same operation. So it's $150 from that regard. Otherwise, it's $225 per person after today. It's a day and a half of learning, it includes all meals and all the presentations. And yeah, we, we've tried to make it as affordable as possible. And basically just cover off the costs of our operating expenses for this and have the speakers come to producers sort of free of charge in part of their conference package. So it's very pricey, as you know, to get people to fly across the country. And so we've tried to alleviate a lot of those costs through sponsorship and such. And 
we're quite happy in the way things came together and having a quick one and a half day conference to get this much information to producers. And that early bird deadline for this conference might be too late for people, but if they're thinking about attending for next year, it's really great to know that if you register early, you can save a little bit of money and that that option is there for people to bring more than one person from their, from their operation. So I just see how important, you know, spousal relationships are on the farm and that both partners know what's going on and are included in the decision-making processes and I think that's a huge part of farming today is that everybody knows what's going on and communication is a key part of it. And yeah, we're going to have some of those topics discussed at our conference. So we're quite excited about that too. Yeah, for sure. If you have one person, it's good to hear it. But if you have two or three people, you get that much more buy-in to some of those new ideas or things. Can you share some of the highlights of the trade show vendors who will be attending the conference? So we've actually got a great display set, uh, if you want to say, in terms of sort of all of the aspects of forage and livestock production. So we've got everybody from pharmaceutical companies to seed companies to watersheds. Some of the local watersheds are coming, community pastures, NCC, uh, Manitoba Habitat Conservancy. We've got fencing companies coming. So we've got a whole range of different vendors that are coming to our displays and we're quite excited about the realm and the inclusivity of everybody who's coming. So again, another really important part of our conference is the trade show and we're really happy that we've got a really diverse set of vendors that are coming. And I don't think I had this written in my questions, but can you tell me where the conference will be held? So the conference is being held at the Victoria Inn, so it's an all-stop shop and you'll be able to stay in play basically. So yeah, we've got some rooms set aside for conference attendees and it's all under one roof, which is really nice. And it's yeah, just a great venue that we've always had a great relationship with as well. Always every time I've been there for a conference, it's been fantastic. So that's great. On Tuesday, December 12th, you're kicking the event off with Dr. Susan Marcus, who has also been a guest on the podcast in the past. What is her speaking topic? I'm really excited to actually hear Dr. Marcus come and speak because she's got some really new, innovative stuff that's coming out on the market. And I think it's going to be a game changer in the future for a lot of producers, specifically livestock producers, where there hasn't been this amount of change and capacity building for their operations. And that being things like virtual fencing and remote access where they can possibly, you know, figure out where their herds are on big, large pastures. And I'm really excited to hear some of the information that she's going to present. They have started some of this research out in very hard to access pastures out in BC, for example, on very bad terrain in the mountains and that kind of thing, where it's really difficult to put up fences and use virtual fencing allows capacity building in terms of being able to access lands where typically wouldn't have been the case in in the past. So really excited about that. She's going to talk about genomic insights and and looking at um, specific features of individual animals and how you select for certain traits and those that are important in terms of productivity and obviously finances. So exciting stuff that she has that she's working on. And again, it's all 
practical based research. So they're using actual animals. And yeah, some of the preliminary stuff that I've seen is quite exciting. And access to things like virtual fencing has been very limited in the past. And as it's being developed, it's becoming something that Canadian producers are going to be able to access here in the very near future. So very, very exciting stuff. There's lots of really unique stuff, I think, on the horizon for beef producers in Manitoba. So that's awesome. And I, when I talked to Dr. Susan Marcus, I was amazed by just the amount of things that they're working on and the relevancy for all producers across Canada to be able to use some of that new technology. So that will be very exciting. And following her is Tim Lang. Can you share a little bit about what he'll be touching on? So he's going to be talking about succession and estate planning, which I think is really important. And I don't think that you can actually start soon enough in this regard. And it's really important, I think, that you start even at a very young age. It's just like retirement. The more you know early on, the better prepared you are later on. And so I think when we're talking about a lot of the big farming operations that are in existence today and multi-generational operations, it's so important that everybody has sort of the same wavelength of education when it comes to succession planning and estate planning. And that even if there are non-farming partners, it's very important to keep them in the loop so that there's no hard feelings down the line. And so I don't think we can talk about this topic enough. And I think it's essential for every educational opportunity, if it's a conference or a workshop or any of those kind of things where farmers can go, this is a great topic to have all the time. It's such an important topic. I think it's one that often is shied away from a little bit, but it is, like you said, so important to start that conversation early and yeah. to make sure that everybody knows kind of what's happening and what the goals are in the end. Who are the speakers included in the afternoon sessions on Tuesday? So on Tuesday, we've got some, some of our breakout sessions. Um, Dr. Karen Boschman is coming, and she's a retired researcher at Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada. And again, she's going to be talking about a super important topic that is sort of, you know, it's it's in the media now, but I think it's going to become more and more important as we experience climate change and talk about greenhouse gas emissions and specifically methane emissions from cattle. And her topic is talking about all of the research that they've done for many, many years. She's been in research with Dr. Tim McAllister, who we've had out to Manitoba as well before, and just talking about ways to reduce greenhouse gas emissions or methane emissions from cattle. And Canada is one of the leading countries in terms of being able to produce beef efficiently and have those methane emissions reduced significantly and still produce the same amount of beef. So again, I think it's it's a topic that livestock producers should be well aware of and be able to proclaim that, look, here in Canada, we are one of the leading countries that can do this. We're on board. We, we are practicing sustainably and be able to take that story and explain it to others who don't understand. So really excited to have her so that she can give information that's needed to producers so they have it at their fingertips to be able to promote to their city cousins and others who don't understand that beef aren't the villains out there and that they actually have the potential to help with carbon sequestration and, you know, help the, the whole climate change aspect of what we're experiencing today. And then the first round of breakout sessions are coming up. 
in the afternoon. And so we'll have a choice of two out of four different breakout sessions. We're going to have Dr. Kim Ominsky and Betty Green, who is a producer out in the Interlake, talking about the use of implants and, again, a strategy to reduce methane emissions and specifically increasing feed efficiency. We're going to have a co-worker of mine, Elizabeth Nuremberg, and Kathleen Walsh, a producer out in the Swan River area, talking about feedlot management for weaned calves. We're going to have Dr. Yvonne Lolly from the University of Manitoba talk with Mary Jane Orr about intercropping and looking at ways of overcoming nutrient deficiencies in cattle when you're only using monocrops versus having these intercropping or multi-species crops that will help diversify the nutrient status of that whole entire crop. So I think that's an interesting concept. And I know many producers are practicing that already here in Manitoba, but this will provide data to, to showcase how the nutrient composition is improved with multi-cropping. And we have May Elsinger from Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada and Graham Tapley from Langruth, who will be talking about species composition when you're reestablishing pastures. And again, looking at multi-species within the mix. And so the benefits of having multi-species in mixes and how beneficial that is for the longevity of the stands and just how to look at ways of improving establishment. And so again, exciting topics that are always changing and always finding out new information about how to do things differently to make it more cost-effective and sustainable. Sounds like a very strong lineup on Tuesday of speakers that you have. Yeah. And what can attendees expect in the evening on Tuesday? And who will be the keynote speakers at this event? So our evening banquet is actually going to be having Llewellyn Melnick speak. And she is a, an author and a former radio announcer out of the Brandon station. And yeah, she's written a book called Rooted how to stay small town strong, thrive on a farm and make yourself a priority. And she's actually going to talk about her experiences in terms of being out in a rural area and being aware of being alone and isolated. And her basic topic is how to stay small town strong. Again, you know, we talked about this earlier about producers working on their own and being relatively isolated and coming together, networking and I think her topic, again, is very, very important. Many of us who live out in rural areas do feel that isolation from time to time. And certainly when you're working alone on your operations, it's very difficult to sometimes get over that when you've had Mother Nature pounding at your door all the time and having to deal with lots of different um, experiences, let's put it that way, that are knocking against you rather than with you. And so She's going to talk about how she's been able to deal with that and, and just being able to cope on the farm with all the difficulties that arise when you're, when you're raising livestock and having breakdowns and things like that. It, it's really important to stay focused and focus on the big picture. Another really important topic, I think. I think you guys hit the nail on the head with some of these speakers that you've got coming in. Wednesday morning kicks off with Dr. John Campbell. Can you share what his keynote will encompass? 
So yeah, we're really excited to have Dr. John Campbell. He's just been recently awarded with some of the prestigious awards from the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. So exciting times for him ahead. And he's part of the Cow-Calf Surveillance Network, which is a benchmarking program right across Western Canada. And so he's going to be talking a lot about their findings in their surveys and the information that they've found right across Western Canada and look at topics that are really, really important to the cow-calf industry and what producers should be aware of as they're moving forward or trying to move their farms and ranches forward in terms of things like antimicrobial use, animal welfare, biosecurity issues, like the list goes on and on. And so they're very inclusive in what they're looking for, for information, and they're benchmarking things. And he's going to talk a lot about where they started from, where they're at now, and where they hope to be. So again, very excited to have him. He's pretty much world-renowned in terms of some of the stuff that they're looking at across Western Canada. So yeah, it's great to have someone like him be able to find the time to come to our conference. Yes, for sure. We actually will have him as a guest on the podcast too in the new year, so that I'm very excited to continue that conversation with him then. Who are the speakers that are going to be attending for the breakout sessions on Wednesday? Wednesday morning, leading up to the afternoon, I think we have another strong lineup again. Dr. Stephen Critterton is going to be talking to us about sifting through soil health, and he's going to be talking about some of the data that they have found at Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada in terms of relating the science to actual soil health numbers. And so it's really important. Lots of producers have made claims about soil organic matter improving. And we all know that that's important and that there are benefits to society as a whole in terms of not um basically decertifying the soils and making sure that they're healthy with lots of microbial populations, healthy microbial populations in the soil. So he's going to touch on a lot of that and provide information to the land managers about what kind of management strategies they should be looking into if they haven't been already, and what kind of numbers provide good numbers when you're looking at soil health parameters. And he's going to be talking with Clayton Robbins, who is a local producer out of Rivers, who has done a lot of research. He was actually a Newfeld scholar. And so he's done a lot of research right across the world in terms of looking at plant species and diversity and things like that to help his soils improve over time as well. We have Dr. Shania Jack, so a veterinary medical topic. Um, again, we were trying to encompass there's a lot of topics when you're talking about forage and beef production. So we're trying to touch a little bit about on everything as much as we can in the day and a half of this conference. So she's going to be talking about calving mel presentations and what you can do. Certainly, we know that we've had a lot of shortages of veterinarians in rural areas. And so oftentimes the producers have to be their own veterinarians. So she's going to be using Clover the Cow, which is owned by 4-H Manitoba and stays out at the barn at MBFI at the research farm in Brookdale. And so She's going to be doing a practical hands-on demonstration about calving malpresentations and how to overcome those when you can't get a hold of a vet or the vet may be an hour away and that might be too late to, to intervene. So we're quite excited to have her. We're going to have Charlotte Crawley, who is a wealth of information from Ducks Unlimited in terms of 
species selection specifically on saline areas. I know she's a wealth of information and I often refer to her for much of the information that she's gained over the years. And talking about sod seeding, field scale plantings, um, using diverse blends, just in terms of the applicability in certain areas of the province and how to get sort of the best bang for your buck when you're looking at at your own specific farming operation. And she's going to be talking with Gerald Boss, who is a producer from Rapid City. And last but not least, we are excited to have Annalise Walker, who is part of a company called Maya Grazing, and they do a lot of grazing planning or helping with grazing planning and implementation on farms. And it's basically right from start to finish. So if producers are thinking about implementing a grazing plan and starting from scratch where they're just continuous grazing right now and they want to start doing some rotational grazing, she's got all the tools and tricks to help start that process. And we're excited to have Ron Moss, who is, again, another wealth of information with years and years of experience working with the former PFRA through Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada and has his own little operation here in the Dauphin area. And he's one of our grazing mentors across the province. So he's been helping producers set up and implement rotational grazing setups across the northwest part of the province here. So we're very excited to have another strong round of people presenting later in the morning on the second day. It's just a very jam-packed conference. It's going to be great. If anybody says, you know, they... They're coming to learn this is the opportunity to do so because we've mm-hmm. got topics for, for everybody. And we've already mentioned that the mbfi.ca website is where people can go for registration. Are there any other links where listeners can go to find out more information? That is our one-stop shop. So we're working in partnership with them has really helped us out in terms of being able to have that one site where everybody can go to get the information. And this is maybe a bit of an unfair question because we haven't quite got through the 2023 conference yet, but are there plans in place for a 2024 conference? We are very excited to say that we hope that anticipate that we will be planning for next year. We put this together in a relatively short time frame. We wanted to focus on local experts. And so our first year was trying to do that. And, and working across Western Canada and getting speakers from across Western Canada. But certainly we know that um, you can learn from others across different parts of the country and the world. And so, yeah, as we expand our, our um, agenda, we're hoping that we can expand the speaker base as well. So, yeah, we, we look forward to planning it for next year as well. That's so exciting. So, Listeners, if you can't make it this year, then make sure you're keeping an eye out for the information for the 2024 conference. Like we've said, so for more information or to register, you can visit mbfi.ca and you can follow that conference link or you can go to mbfi.ca slash conference and it will take you right there. Is there anything else that you'd like to share about the conference before we wrap up today? No, I've just always enjoyed meeting producers at the conferences and being able to network with them as well. We're certainly going to have our whole team there to be able to ask questions. If producers want follow-up information, our whole Forage and Livestock team is going to be at the conference. So it's your opportunity to meet with us and be able to ask us questions as well. So we're quite excited to have the the Manitoba Ag staff there, we're going to have Melissa Atchison, the extension person from Manitoba Beef Producers, and 
Mary Jane Orr will also be there from MBFI. So we have a really good, strong team. We work well together. And again, it's an opportunity for producers to be able to, to ask questions and reach out to us all at the same time. That's awesome to hear that you're all going to be there as well. What a great opportunity for producers to come and have that conversation if there's things that they want to bring up. So I think that is all about the conference for today, but I want to thank you so much for joining me again for another episode and for all the work that you've done on putting this conference together. I know it's a huge amount of work and a huge undertaking to put on a conference like this. And so just thank you and to your entire team for putting this on for producers. Not a problem at all. Thanks for having me again. You're very welcome. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Beef and Forage Roundup. For more information on the research projects or upcoming extension events, please visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MB Beef and Forage. For full project reports and more information about MBFI, please visit our website, mbfi.ca. If you have feedback on the show, questions about content, are interested in becoming a project partner or contributor, or want to submit a proposal for a research project topic, please email information at mbfi.ca. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to ensure you don't miss an upcoming episode. The research programs and daily operations at MBFI would not be possible without funding from the province of Manitoba, Government of Canada, and the Sustainable Canadian Agricultural Partnership, as well as partnership with Manitoba Agriculture, Manitoba Beef Producers, and Ducks Unlimited Canada.